the more time we spend consistently, the more God will open our eyes to the truth that He has for us. And He does have things that He wants to show to us specifically. He wants to show me things that will help me in my struggles. He wants to show you things that you need help with. And He cares about us so much. And I think the more time we spend looking for those things, the more clear they will become in our lives. Welcome to Proven, a Weimar Academy podcast. My name is Rachel Gitter, and I'm a senior here at Weimar Academy. Today, I am joined by Isaac Abugan, a good friend of mine. We're going to be speaking about a very interesting subject, technology. Have you been told that you are glued to your screen? Or maybe even addicted to technology? Chances are, you probably have. I know I've heard it. Same here, and for me personally. Especially over break, I basically lived on Netflix and my Instagram Explore page. Every single day, I just sit on the couch, keep scrolling through technology, and you know, honestly, with COVID and being quarantined, I'm sure it's the same for everyone. There's not really much else you can do. I can definitely relate with that feeling. I know that I as well struggled with spending way too much time online doing things that really honestly just took up time because I didn't feel like coming up with anything better to do. And honestly, I think that's kind of a natural response. Especially nowadays, because technology has been implemented into basically everything that you can think of, like what? Entertainment, obviously. Schooling even, like Google Classroom and Chocobo. And like even religious stuff, like books and even the Bible or hymns or something like that. And right now with COVID, like you mentioned, even church is online. So honestly, we have no need to really go out and do anything if we want to access that kind of stuff. With honestly, I find really sad because not only during COVID were we quarantined in our houses, but we've kind of become quarantined in our minds. That's very true. And um, how big of a problem do you think this is? Well, I can only speak from my personal experience, but I know that as soon as I turn to technology to take up my time or entertain myself, I become very lazy. <laughs> and also, I don't really want to do anything else. It kind of took away my creativity, my drive, my almost my desire to go and do things with other people. Yeah, same here, uh, especially over break. Uh, my, productivity, my productivity levels basically just went all the way down and I didn't feel like doing anything. And honestly, it was very sad. And uh, I was honestly, I don't know if this is the right way to say this, but like a little depressed because I felt really useless. And uh, it was uh, very disappointing to realize that I didn't, I couldn't really do anything else without technology. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know that feeling 100%. Um, so to answer your original question, I think that is very harmful because as young people, we were meant to be active and go do things and go experience things. And instead, we're all stuck in our own houses, on our own couches, literally doing nothing. Because when you look back after a couple hours on, let's say, Instagram, what have you really done? Absolutely nothing. So you've just wasted time. Here at Weimar Academy, that is discouraged greatly. Uh, the staff don't want us on our technology. I know I've had a staff member come and ask me to get off my computer during lunch. They want us to socialize and they want us to be active. Um, when you first came here, did you find that a difficult transition to make? Actually, it was very surprisingly, it was, it was a very easy transition to make because all of a sudden I found myself not even wanting or like touching my pocket for my phone, you know, because just because I'm bored, just pull up the phone, like my For You page or whatever. 
and you know, being surrounded with people, with friends, and new people to make friends with, it was much easier to just actually do things that matter, like memories, fun, sports, anything, anything really. Yeah, I think that Weimar has that effect on many people. They offer such a busy schedule that you don't really think <laughs> about、uh, spending time doing useless things. Yeah. So, honestly, even though at first glance. Looking at the guidebook at Weimar, you know, having even limited computer time, and especially for dorm students, not、uh, not really、uh, being allowed to have your phone, it's not really that attractive. But as soon as soon as I came here, me personally, it was honestly, if it, it was it was a huge help, especially to like my mental health and my productivity and stuff like that. So, yeah, coming here has really showed.、Uh, I'm sure for other people too has really showed us how. You don't actually really need technology to move on with life.、Mm. I agree with that, and I think that so even though it's kind of weird for teenagers to be acknowledging that being restricted from their technology helped them, I have to agree one hundred percent with the policies here because I know, and I think you also know that we've we've both been blessed by that, and so it's kind of special that we've gotten to experience something that we've always been told to do.、Um, really, we've gotten to see that. Kind of be positive, be a positive in our life. Yeah, and although I doubt my ability to、uh, keep this kind of lifestyle as I move on from here, it, it was definitely something special to experience. And so, Rachel, I know that at one point you actually deleted your Instagram account for a while. So,、uh, what was the reason for that, and how was that? Well, I deleted my Instagram account during、um, I think it was March of last year. We were at home during during quarantine, and I was really struggling with finding motivation to do things, and it was difficult, I think, for everyone. But Instagram was just making it more difficult because I saw the things other people were doing,、um, my friends who were <laughs> continuing to socialize or whatever, <laughs>、um, and that made it really difficult. And I found myself feeling very negative and very unhappy, and so I decided to live without Instagram for a while. And I kind of, you know, went the drastic route and deleted my whole account. <laughs> But honestly, I didn't miss it. Even at home, when I was on my、uh, device a lot, I didn't miss that social media platform at all. I kind of became accustomed to not having it. Yeah, that sounds very convenient. And honestly, I don't know if I am brave enough to try that myself. But it, <laughs> it definitely sounds like something that could be beneficial. To your life, even if it's just for a little while, because I know you do have your Instagram account <laughs> yes, back. Yes, I so, do. Yes. No.、Uh, um, I think what something that limiting yourself from technology can do is teaching you to have a balance, because sometimes you do have to take a very, you know, drastic approach to cutting yourself off from social media or whatever it may be. But once you come back, you really learn the benefits of not having it and of having it. And it helps you create a healthy balance between the two. And obviously, you know, I don't have it perfect. But I think, as you mentioned before, you were talking about how you don't think you can go back to the kind of lifestyle of having almost a technology-free environment that Weimar has provided, to going home and having free reign to whatever you want.、Um, I think that even though we may mess up, I know I did this break a lot. We can kind of start to establish that kind of healthy balance in our own lives. Yeah, that's a very good point. So now that we've established that technology is such a huge part of our lives, what are some alternatives to life instead of relying on technology, Rachel? 
That's a great question. I think we've been taught a lot of different ways to avoid technology in our lives here at Weimar. We've talked about a few of them already, about staying busy, making memories, having fun. But a few more that we could probably go over would be uh, something along those same lines. I know something that definitely helped me over break was getting a job. Um, not mm. only was it nice to not be at home all the time, but I made some extra money. Um, I got to save up for something that I needed. And that kept me off my phone and engaged with other people that weren't just my family. There's also other things like, um, this may sound kind of dumb, but I like doing craft projects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or even finding a hobby. Exactly. There's so many yeah. things to do that we don't even know if we're interested in yet until you really try it. So that's kind of fun to experiment, finding something that you really like to do. Yeah, and that goes back to the point where being on technology too much just negatively affects your productivity. Definitely. And um, yes, honestly, personally for me, I'm kind of more of an introvert, especially when I'm alone at home. And getting a job is not really in the range <laughs> for me right now. Um, but yeah, I think uh, really finding more about what you like and who you are is a plus that comes with staying away from technology. And I definitely agree that searching for hobbies, this is something that I struggle with. I honestly yeah. don't really know what I like to do, <laughs> but um, uh, searching for hobbies definitely sounds like a good alternative sort of technology. And something you said there really stood out to me. It was the fact that you said uh, finding, it's important to find your hobbies and find out who you are through that. I think technology is another reason why it's so harmful is because it does the exact opposite. Usually when you're on your device, you're not really doing anything constructive. I know I, I'm on Instagram a lot um, <laughs> or Pinterest or whatever. And you're constantly looking at someone else's life, some, someone else's achievements, someone else's opinion, someone else's taste. And that really kind of takes you, uh, detaches you from your own, your own sense of either style or what you enjoy to do. And um, keeping away from technology or, or just limiting yourself, I think, is very important so that you can begin to discover who you are, which we know God has told us is extremely important in our lives. And that brings me to another point about how much time technology takes. We, we honestly sometimes don't even realize how much we spend on um, our devices and that takes away from our time with God. I know that when I read the Bible, it's not as exciting <laughs> as being on technology. It's not as, um, it's not as, it's not something that as soon as I'm bored, I want to do. And I'm not saying that I will ever really, you know, have that desire or love the Bible that much. But I know that the more I spend time with God, the more that I find that more valuable than the things of this world. Um, I don't know. Have you ever struggled with that? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> lots of other people have struggled with that. And, um, you know, it's something natural, I guess, for us because wanting a relationship with God and wanting to spend time with Him definitely, at least for me and I'm sure lots of other people, doesn't come as naturally as just looking at social media and <laughs> memes for, <laughs> for whatever, <laughs> or like looking at what the world has to offer. And going back to that point that you were talking about previously, Looking at other people, that just makes way for the world to influence you even more. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, and um, that obviously takes away from wanting to spend time with God because yeah. 
Satan makes the world look way more attractive than just reading King James Version of the Bible <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, but you know, the more I spend time、um, with God or even around godly people, I begin to learn that the Bible isn't quite as abstract as I used to feel it was. Sometimes for me, the Bible can seem very abstract, and what I mean by that is it's disconnected from my life. On the other hand, something like Instagram or Whatever else, whatever other social media platform I use,、um, that seems very real because that's someone else's life, and that's the kind of life that I may want to achieve or even avoid.、Um, that's the kind of life I want to kind of adopt as my own, and I think that's where we go wrong many times. Because as I spend more time in the Word of God and with around godly people, I begin to see how the Bible can be applied to our lives now. And yes, it may take some figuring out and some time to understand, but I believe that the stories then can be just as relevant as all of the other lives that we observe other people living. So Isaac, what do you think we can do to have the Bible influence our lives just as much as whatever else we do on our device? Well, I think well you touched on this earlier, but I think surrounding yourself with people who actually. Constantly live the Bible, and you can see that in their lives. I think surrounding yourself and just spending time with those people really helps because you see that they're happy in their life, and it, it kind of rubs off on you. And you kind of think, "Wow, I kind of want that." And actually, coming to Weimar, there's a lot of people like that here, where you just see that, you know, they really love God and they really study the Bible, and you can actively see that they live the Bible in their lives. Yeah, and I think that. Has helped me as well because sometimes it's difficult to understand how to apply the Bible in your life. But when you see examples of that around you, it gives you more of a clue of how to, you know, how to establish that in your own life, how to live it for yourself. And yes, we're not supposed to rely on other people to do it for us, but it can help us as we begin to try to do it for ourselves. And I think another thing that can really help us value the impact of the Bible in our lives is to spend time reading it. I mean, it seems obvious, but The more time we spend consistently, the more God will open our eyes to the truths that He has for us, and He does have things that He wants to show to us specifically. He wants to show me things that will help me in my struggles. He wants to show you things that you need help with, and He cares about us so much. And I think the more time we spend looking for those things, the more clear they will become in our lives. Yeah, and like we were saying earlier. Obviously, reading the Bible isn't the most attractive thing to do, but I think one、uh, pretty simple way to start is that doing devotionals, devotionals in the morning, like when you wake up, instead of going to Instagram checking your DMs or、yeah. see, see what see what's popping around the world, <laughs>、um, just spend at least maybe a couple minutes just、uh, opening the Bible to wherever you want, or maybe even committing to a book to read. Yeah, I've been reading、um, First Corinthians recently, and a lot of it seems a little strange. It talks a lot about、um, different, I guess, aspects I never really focused on before. But amidst some of the things I didn't understand, there there were like gems that I felt God was like telling me,、um, and they really applied to certain questions I was having in my life. So yes, I think spending even a little amount of time every morning in the Word of God will really help you become more attracted to the Bible. Speaking of devotionals and reading the Bible. Jazlyn is here to share a little spiritual thought for us in this next section of the podcast.
Have you ever been on your phone with good intentions, but find yourself very distracted doing something else? Or how about when you find yourself spending significantly more time on social media than you intended to? Hello, my name is Jaslyn, a junior here at Weimar Academy. I personally find it difficult to keep on track in our modern busy age. With technology giving me access to do so much more at my fingertips, I get so easily distracted. Things pull my attention both left and right at all hours of the day and night. Whether it be scrolling through social media, looking at memes, or even just editing, or whatever I might get distracted with for hours on end, I think we can all conclude technology can be very distracting. But the more I've thought about it, the more I realize that each generation experiences different distractions and different life changes. If you turn in your Bibles, or in your electronic Bibles, to Luke 10, 38-41, now it happened, as they went, that he, being Jesus, entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. You can see that Martha started out with good intentions. She welcomed Jesus into their home, but as they all sat around talking, she got distracted with chores and cleaning. Mary, her sister, sat and listened to Jesus at his feet. She did not take the time that she had with Jesus for granted. She used every spare moment listening and hearing and learning all that she could from his mouth. Martha, on the other hand, was distracted with a very good thing, which was cleaning, but she was distracted. In verse 40, we can see that Martha was distracted with much serving. That's what it says. But isn't serving a good thing? Well, Jesus was an even better thing. She prioritized it the wrong direction. You see, Martha was so flustered that she came to Jesus and she asked him a question. Lord, don't you see my sister's left me to do all this good stuff by myself? Therefore, tell her to help me. Well, you see, Martha was so flustered she answered her own question. And it almost seems as if in verse 41 that Jesus had to interrupt her, her conversation with herself. It was almost as if Jesus had to interrupt her single-minded train of thought. He had to say her name twice just to get her attention. Sometimes we can be so focused on doing our own thing that Jesus has to try again and again to remind us where we should be. Mary had her priorities straight, but Martha's needed to be readjusted. It says that Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his every word. Mary had chosen the better part. She had chosen the better priority. So often in our lives, we have good intentions to do what's right, but we find ourselves still disappointed with the results. It wasn't wrong that Martha should be cooking and cleaning and doing house chores, but she became so absorbed in the daily tasks of life that she took the time with Jesus for granted. Are we getting distracted with good things in our lives? Are we using technology in such a manner that it becomes harmful to us? We all know that it can be used for good. Are we absorbed in our friends' lives on Instagram that we take our time with Jesus for granted? Are we getting so caught up in just going through the motions of a Christian life, that we no longer have the heart to live in it for Jesus. Let your time with Jesus be your most precious and prioritized time of the day. I encourage you as you go away from this, 
that you will use technology to the benefit of others and to yourself, but that Jesus would come first. And there it is, proven. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. And if you have, we encourage you to share this with a friend, a family member, or anyone who could benefit. Hit subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, remember, technology doesn't have to control your life. God wants to influence you through his word.